Introducing the best deal in mobile. Unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month per line. With no contracts, no added taxes, and no hidden fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60%. Get unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999. Click SpectrumMobile.com or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Renee. I'm here with the morning podcast. We want to say good morning to everyone. Thank you so much for stopping by. It's Friday, June 4th, 2021. We've got a lot of things to cover. We want to talk about what's going on in the news today and in current events. We want to make sure that you are entertained on your drive, during your commute, or even at your home. Once again, I am Renee, your host and producer of Oracle's News Radio. Please share this podcast with your friends and family on email and social media. The more you know, the better prepared you can be. We've got a lot to cover. We are a podcast featuring current events, Oracle and prophetic news, astrology forecasts, that include the current energy climate within the country. It's our belief that when you look at all the influences, you can determine what you're going to do. We want to first discuss current events, and we're going to listen to a bit of indie music so that you can enjoy your morning. Close the door to my fears Headed 
That is everything's all right now. Most of the indie music we play is featured on anointedgroove.com. That's anointedgroove.com. You can find it on the internet. We've got a lot of things to talk about today, and we've got some commentary we want to provide. The White House will be distributing about 25 million vaccines this month mostly to lower-income countries. Countries such as Ghana are saying that the United States, the UK, and some of the other first-world nations are hoarding all of the vaccine supplies. So they have lots of people who have taken the first vaccine and are unable to get the second one because the supplies have been sequestered. Now, many people may think that what right does Africa have to demand an, or other first world, third world nations for that matter? What right do they have to demand that first world nations give them vaccines? Well, if you look at it from a different perspective, if the monkeys that are used in trials and the people of Kenya were people who were used in trials, and if the products were coming from third world nations to even make this vaccine then why should they not be a part of it if the riches that were used by the first world nations came out of the diamond mines and gold mines and oil fields of these countries why should these countries not be entitled to the vaccine that is just one way of looking at it Now, California and 11 other states have given 70% of the residents at least one dose. There are other states that are falling behind. Many of you have heard about West Virginia saying they're going to give away a million dollars on Father's Day. They're giving away guns and trips and money and all types of people to come in and be vaccinated. What do you think about people receiving guns? Actually, they're calling it 
hunting guns, but you know, hunting guns could be used for pe- against people. So what do you think about the use of guns to trade in order to get people to be vaccinated? Leave a comment. Our chat and comment section will be open. In politics, President Biden has offered to cut the price tag on his infrastructure plan nearly in half. He wants to reach a bipartisan deal. This is the art of the deal. It's the way it's done in politics. And you can't stop it. They're going to come out with as much, asking for as much as they can get, only to whittle it down to something that everybody can live with. Now, speaking of what you can live with, things you need to not sleep on if you are a small business is the new EIDL advance that does not have to be paid back that's being offered by the Small Business Administration of the United States. Now, new COVID-19 relief options are available I know that you've received emails if you're an entrepreneur or a freelancer or any other small business owner, even as little as one employee. Yes, just you. You receive the information and then you go on to apply for it and only to be told that all of the funds are gone. Well, there there are a few different programs that are available on the U.S. Small Business Administration website. One note of warning is when you sign up for notifications, please remember to check to see if the Internet sites you're being directed to end in dot gov. That's dot G.O.V. There are so many other shysters out there pretending to be the government only to get you to sign up for loans that are not government related. There's the paycheck paycheck protection plan. That is forgivable loans given to businesses to keep their workforce employed during the COVID-19 crisis, which is ending. We have the COVID-19 EIDL, which is a loan providing economic relief to small businesses and nonprofit organizations currently experiencing a temporary loss of revenue. You've got the and these have to be paid back to some extent. Now you can ask for forgiveness, but the advances we're going to be talking about do not have to be forgiven and you don't have to apply for them to be forgiven. There's also the restaurant revitalization fund. This program provides assistance for eligible restaurants, bars, and other food service businesses impacted by COVID-19. And I know that in my area, I'm seeing a lot of restaurants being built around here. People are utilizing those funds. We have the Shuttered Venues Grant, the Shuttered Venue Operators Grant Program providing emergency assistance for eligible venues and SBA debt relief. SBA, Small Business Association, provides a financial reprieve to existing borrowers during the pandemic. And then there's a cross-program eligibility, a summary of the criteria to meet when considering different funding options. Now, There is something very, very, very important you and I need to discuss regarding the EIDL or this COVID-19 advance that many of you are responsible for. You may say, I'm not responsible. I can't qualify for that. But you can. There are two different types of advances that are out there. 
and and we want to talk about them because you can actually get up to $15,000 if you can apply for this loan. And and there are some caveats. One caveat that I want to tell you now before we go to some music. One caveat I want to tell you about is that there are certain people who feel like they're not in a low income area because some of these advances, you have to have a business, even if it's your home business in a low income area. And if you put your zip code in the section that tells you whether or not you have a low income zip code, your zip code may come back as no, you are not eligible. However, if you put a specific address in that same zip code, it can come back as eligible. Now that's really, really important. So we're going to talk about these advances that you don't have to pay back. And you may be a podcaster, You may be a writer, self-publishing on Amazon. You may keep children in your home. There's so many businesses out there. You may sell flowers or different types of gifts, gift baskets on holidays. There's so many businesses, taking pictures and selling those pictures on various websites where you people can download your pictures to be used on their own websites. We're going to talk about that because just about anything you do that you're getting paid to do and that you're reporting on your taxes will be considered as a freelance enterprise and will qualify you for some of these loans. So do not miss this information that I'm about to give you. Stay tuned.
That was coming back to you. I believe you can find that one on Reverb Nation. That possibly is the only place that you can find that. Coming back to you, Renee Thomas, on ReverbNation.com. So we're going to talk about you small business owners. This is not for the large corporations. This is not for the large companies. This is for people who have one to possibly up to 300 employees. You're considered as a small business. If you're in the United um, States of America, I was about to say the United States of God in Christ. Okay, no, United States of America. (laughs) So there's a new EIDL, Economic Impact Stimulator, for small businesses. It's called the Targeted EIDL. Introducing the best deal in mobile. Unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month per line. With no contracts, no added taxes, and no hidden fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60%. Get unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999. Click SpectrumMobile.com or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. Actually, there are two of them. This is not the EIDL loan that has to be paid back. This is the targeted EIDL advance. There's also a supplemental targeted advance that we're going to talk about. Now, the EIDL advance was signed into law late last year, December 27, 2020, as a part of the economic aid to hard hit small businesses nonprofits and venues the advanced funds of up to ten thousand dollars will be available to applicants in low-income communities now remember there is a little map that they have an app that's on the website sba.gov that if you put your zip code your zip code could come back as not qualified 
But if you put the address of your business, whether it's your home address or you have another location, put the full address because that particular address could come back as low income. In order to get these two advances, you must be considered as low income as defined by Section 45DE of the Internal Revenue Code. Again, you don't have to go look up the Internal Revenue Code. Just go to the site, sba.gov, click on the map, and put in your full address. Please put in the full address because you could, if you don't, you may feel like you don't qualify when you do. Advanced, advanced, fund, advanced funds of up to $10,000 are available under the targeted EIDL advance. Now, the targeted is different from the other one that we'll be talking about. If you last year got the $1,000 or more from the regular advance that they were giving out, you still could qualify for this because you can get up to a total of $10,000. Applicants do not need to take any action. SBA is going to reach out to you if you qualify. So if you qualify, you're going to get an email from the SBA. So what do you need to do? You need to have gone to the SBA.gov site and created an account. With that account, you need to put your name, give information about your business and your profile. And you might want to go ahead and apply for something. Because even if you apply for a loan, you don't have to accept the loan. They'll let you know what they're going to give you. And once they give you that money, then you might not take it. You may say, you know, I don't want a loan. I just wanted to see if I qualify. But they'll at least have your information in the system. You may take the loan. They usually, they were giving, last year they were giving you about a year to pay it back. But you can also ask for forgiveness for the loan, specifically if you're using it for specific things like paying people their salaries to keep them in work. So with regard to this targeted EIDL advance, you will be receiving an email, but they can't send you an email if they don't know who you are. So develop a profile, sign up, log in to the SBA.gov site. SBA um, first reached out to applicants that had already received a partial advance between $1,000 and $9,000, and applicants are being contacted directly with instructions to determine their eligibility and to submit documentation. So what type of documentation do you need to prevent to present? You're going to need to know what your gross receipts or gross income are or is for each month during 2019, 2020, and so far in 2021. So your books need to be in order. Don't wait until you do your taxes come up with a, a short Libra or Excel spreadsheet or some other type of Quicken document and make sure that you have your receipts already programmed into a spreadsheet so that you can easily transfer that information. If you're a low-income community member and you want to try to determine whether or not your whole address, not just the zip code, not just your city and state, but your whole address, go to https colon forward slash forward slash sbaeidl.policymap.com 
forward slash app. You can get that on SBA.gov and you can click on the link that they provide there. Now, you need to be able to demonstrate more than 30% reduction in revenue during the eight we an eight week period beginning on March 2nd, 2020 or later. So it doesn't have to be March and April. It could be April and May. It could be May, June. It could be July, August, September, October, November, December, October, November, November, December, anything like that. It just has to be an eight week period beginning on March 2nd or later. Uh, it could be March 15th through um, June 15th, something like that. April, May or May 15th. And if you meet the low income community criteria by using that map, you'll be asked to provide your gross monthly revenue, not your not what you report to the IRS from a standpoint of after expenses, not your net, but your gross all forms of combined monthly earnings received, such as profits or salaries to confirm the 30% reduction. So that 30% reduction in your gross monthly revenue has to be the same period that you compare in 2019 to 2020. So let's take, for instance, that you decide to use July 15th through September 15th. And you you use your receipts from July 15th through September 15th, 2020, and you have to compare it to July 15th through September 15th of 2019. It has to be similar period time periods. Um, SBA is going to continue to um, reach out to those people who applied for EIDL assistance on or before December 27th. So check your emails because they're sending these emails out sometimes late in the evening. So if you're a small business owner and you have not, you've left the day for the day, it's five o'clock or four o'clock or wherever, whenever you leave the office, you didn't get an email. You need to have your email, your business email coming to your phone. And you need to be checking your phone because these funds are going away. So by the time you get to the office at 11 o'clock the next day, you could get the email that came last night and then try to apply and the funds are gone. In this case, the early, early, early bird gets the worm. You have to have 300 or fewer employees. You could be a sole proprietor, meaning it's just you. So business entities normally eligible for the EIDL program or eligible, including sole proprietors, independent contractors, you construction workers or handymen, private nonprofit organizations, and unfortunately, agricultural enterprises are not eligible, but I, I'm pretty, I'm willing to put money on the fact that if you go to the agricultural business sites, they have their own pot of money for you. So if you do for farming or you provide fruit for your local area, things like chicken eggs or milk, and you're part of some type of co-op, you need to go to your agricultural websites and be tapped in so that you know what's going on. Now, any person who applies after you've been contacted by the SBA, and we're still only talking about the targeted advance, 
you will be asked to fill out an IRS form 4506T, which is a very simple form that just all you're doing is doing an electronic signature to let the government know it's okay for them to, or SBO, SBA know it's okay for them to request your tax returns for 2019. So please do not submit two different EIDL applications for the same thing. Only prior applicants will be considered for the targeted EIDL advance. So why do you need to go ahead if you didn't apply for the targeted EIDL advance the last time? Why do you need to apply for an EIDL now? Well, you want to go ahead and get yourself in the system because you never know what's going to come up in the future. And so you always want to be one of those prior applicants. Now, there is another targeted advance under the EIDL and that's one that we need to talk to you about. Is it going to be a little bit different? Um, I wanted to make sure that I told you about what you need to do to qualify for this first advance. Um, and I also want to tell you what EIDL stands for. Um, everybody's been hearing about the term EIDL. It's called Economic Injury Disaster Loan. Economic Injury Disaster Loan. That is what EIDL stands for. Now, in order to be eligible for the first advance, not loan, advance, that I just told you about, the targeted EIDL advance. You have to be in a low income area and you have to demonstrate and, not or, and you have to demonstrate more than a 30% reduction in revenue in that eight week period we just talked about. Okay, so now the second advance is a little bit different. You can qualify for that too. We're going to come back and talk about that because you need to know what's available to you. All right. Stay tuned. Definitely. 
Just someone I am to know. Find that indie music at anointedgroove.com. That's anointedgroove.com. Are you ready to shop for dad? K&G is offering 20% off your entire purchase, including sportswear, shoes, and accessories. You can shop online at K&G and get that 20% off discount by using code a Y T L eight zero zero five nine one seven. There's so many things we offer on this channel. You really need to be aware and listen. You can get sales and deals, find out what's going on in the world, and also enhance your business dealings to see what is going on so that you can get the most benefit possible. So we're ready to talk about the second type of advance, the second type of targeted advance. Keep in mind that these economic impact disaster loans are advances to some degree, depending on what you are applying for. Advances do not have to be paid back, but they do need to be used for the business for it. So you can't get the advance and then go on a vacation, uh, at least not unless you're like a travel agent or a photographer and, or some type of vacation blogger or vlogger where you're using that trip to actually have information about your business. Now, if you're using the trip as a business trip or you're planning the trip as a retreat because you do event planning and retreats, that's different. It has to be used for ca capital for your business. Now, the supplemental targeted advance, the supplemental 
targeted advance under the the subject of EIDL advances. It is different from the targeted EIDL advance, even though some of the words that are used to name this particular advance are the same. So it can be confusing. The supplemental one is different. And it is targeted to a specific group of people who also are hardest hit businesses in low income areas. You'll use that same mapping tool that can be found on the SBA.gov to determine whether or not your business location, not your home location, unless your home is your business, your business address has to be defined as a low-income community in Section D5E of the Internal Revenue Code. Once again, and it's worth repeating, just because your city or your state is not considered low-income, your address within that city may be considered low-income. The targeted or the supplemental targeted advance will provide a payment of $5,000 that does not have to be repaid. Even if you previously received the original. Introducing the best deal in mobile. Unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month per line. With no contracts, no added taxes, and no hidden fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60%. Get unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999. Click SpectrumMobile.com or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. EIDL advance in the full amount of $10,000 in a previous year, you may be eligible for the supplemental targeted advance if you meet eligibility criteria. The The combined amount of the supplemental targeted advance, which is $5,000, with any previously received advance or targeted EIDL advance $10,000, will not exceed $15,000. Now, listen to this. This is a new piece we're bringing to the table. You can get the supplemental targeted advance and the EIDL advance and the targeted EIDL advance, but all three of those that you qualify for cannot exceed $15,000, U.S. dollars Now, you have to complete the targeted EIDL advance application as a requirement to be considered for the supplemental targeted advance. And the SBA, once again, will be reaching out directly to those who may qualify. So are you confused yet? <laughs> So, yes, the targeted EIDL advance, and if you're just logging on and just starting to listen, I've already gone through what the targeted EIDL advance is. I will be saving this podcast onto the Spreaker website and all the other websites and podcast distribution formats to include Apple, to include um, Podmatic and Buzz and all of them. You can find the Oracle News Radio show just about anywhere. You can even find it on YouTube. So go back and listen to 
what I said about the targeted EIDL advanced application. So once you fill that out, there's different there's a different set of requirements to be eligible for the supplemental targeted advanced. You do have to be located in a low income community, as I mentioned before. You have to prove that there is an economic loss of more than 50% during an eight-week period beginning on March 2nd, 2020 or later compared to the same period of the previous year, 2019. So where the targeted advance, you had to have a 30% decrease. The supplemental is an additional amount for those people who can prove 50% economic loss or more than 50%. So that will qualify you. You have to have 10 or fewer employees. So even though as a small business owner or small business, you can, can be considered as a small business with 300 or less employees. For this particular advance, the supplemental targeted advance, you have to have 10 or fewer employees. This includes sole proprietors, where it's just you, independent contractors, private nonprofit organizations, and other people that usually qualify for the EIDL program, which is a loan. Again, we're talking about advances that do not have to be paid back, but they do have to be spent for business expenses and they will tell you what those expenses can be. There's a recommendation and actually a requirement that you separate the accounts so that you can account for what you spent this money on. Now, agricultural businesses, once again, such as farmers and ranchers, are not eligible for the supplemental targeted advance. Farmers and ranchers may still apply for loan assistance through the COVID-19 EIDL program, and you need to be tapped in to any type of governmental programs and websites for farmers and ranchers because they will likely have, I've not been on those sites, but you need to tap into those government sites. All application decisions or requests for additional information would be sent from an official government email. I cannot stress this enough. There are so many shysters out there, people trying to get money from all over the place. These accounts, the emails, email accounts from whence the official government emails will come from will end in at sba.gov, at SBA, standing for Small Business Association, .gov. Do not send sensitive information via email to any address that does not end with at sba.gov. All application decisions will be communicated via email. If approved, you will receive an email notification and a direct ACH deposit to the bank account provided in your original application for the targeted EIDL advance. Now, let's talk about these ACH deposits and bank account information. It's important 
that you provide an active account to the SBA because advanced funds are being returned by banks and you will have to wait longer for your money. The reason, the main reason why the banks are returning the money once SBA approves you is because there's some number that's wrong in your routing number. There's some, some mistake in your account number. The account you gave was pulled from the wrong statement or wrong checkbook. That's not really the account it's supposed to go to. And these mistakes are costing time. So what you need to do is slow down, fill out this information at one of your high energy points during the day. And then after you complete it, check it again. Check it again. Just do your own check. I promise you, it will save you tons and tons of problems. So we're hoping that this information that we're giving out to you is helpful to you and that you will be able to benefit. We're going to do a few other news reports for this morning. And we just want to say good morning to you. Hello. Happy Friday. Hope that you have something fun planned for the weekend, even if you're just going to get in the bed and go to sleep. But I recommend that you get out and do something if you can. Don't just stay in the bed. So we're going to be talking about some of this UFO unclassified video and all of this other stuff that's going on in the United States right now. Why all the talk about the UFOs? What's really going on? We've got some stuff to talk about with that. So we just want you to stay tuned and tell somebody that we're on the air so that you can, you all can enjoy what we have to say.
That's Let's Make the Exchange, another good indie music track that's produced by Anointed Groove. You can learn more about Anointed Groove at anointedgroove.com. That's anointedgroove.com. You're looking for something to listen to your favorite podcast and music on? You need to get the Amazon Fire HD 10. Click on the link in the information box and you'll find it there. Well, let's talk about these UFOs. Do you believe in extraterrestrials? Do you feel that there is life outside of this planet? So, of course, a UFO, which is an unidentified flying object, could be anything these days with all of these different companies sending prescription drugs and and pizzas everything else over the air we've got drones and toys and all kinds of stuff happening these days people testing new new equipment that they are creating these new equipment creators so you have to really do research and determine whether or not a ufo is truly a ufo so the u.s government report on ufos found of course no evidence of alien activity however they have not ruled it out so they cannot confirm but they cannot deny and that's how they're leaving it they've reviewed about 120 incidents and that review is expected to conclude that u.s technology was not involved in most cases. But beyond that, the BBC reports that the report makes no definitive assessments about what the objects might be. So I personally did not expect a full disclosure right now, specifically after everything that we've just been through with the pandemic. The Department of Defense said it wants to improve its understanding of these unidentified aerial phenomena, unidentified aerial phenomena. So they're calling them UAPs instead of UFOs. Now the report was requested and required as a part of the pandemic relief package signed by U.S. President Donald Trump last year. Now, you might be asking, what does this have to do with pandemic relief? Well, you know, that's how people get funded for various things. They stick them into other legal packages that Congress will have to approve, and then they can get what they want also. Its release has captured the imagination of the public in the U.S., where UFO sightings have been the source of intrigue and alien conspiracy theories for a long time. I mean, we still don't have true proof that Area 51 is housing aliens. Now, there is a really good book on Amazon where it talks about aliens here. Well, there are lots of great books on Amazon talking about aliens here on the planet. And what they're going to be doing while they're here and how you cannot identify them just by looking at them. And sometimes you might bug or a locust or something else or a lizard. And it could be some form 
of alien life and you just think it's an insect. So I would submit that we should not just look for human forms, but there are all types of ways that aliens can hide themselves and actually be here on the earth. If you check out some of the writings from Ingo Swan, some of you may not know him, Ingo Swan, I-N-G-O-S-W-A-N-N. He was a CIA person who was working with the um, mind control and the, um, what is it called when you actually can see something that's happening in a different place than where you are? It's not necessarily astral projection, it's remote viewing. That's what they called it, remote viewing and he actually wrote the book on it and he has he's he's reportedly passed away but his estate has left some very 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 interesting topics about him now if you click on the link in the information box you can actually go to amazon and you can read about ingo swan now the book that i'm referring to that talks about life on earth alien life on earth is called purple eyes purple eyes by renee tarot it's a really good novel it's an inspired novel somewhat channeled novel so you definitely want to look at that so you can kind of see what's really going on and what the government the government may not even know about it because if you think about it why would an alien go specifically to the government why would they not go to someone else one of our largest denominations or religions in the world is christianity where the the word or the blessing came on a man in the name of Jesus Christ didn't go to the government didn't go to the Roman Empire it went to some someone else so, so if the largest religion on this planet and the second largest religion on this planet which is Islam where the powers that be went directly to a person not to the government why would not these aliens go to people and not the government. Typically, the life-changing situations that occur on this planet, they occur through people, not through the government. So don't sleep on that because there is a lot going on and it may be you that these aliens choose to come to when they are ready to reveal themselves to the world. It may be you. So we've got some other news here that we want to bring out to you. Um, it says here that from AP News, U.S. taps groups to pick asylum seekers to allow into the country. And the Biden administration has quietly asked six humanitarian groups with, which, with recommending which migrants should be allowed to stay in the U.S., instead of just being rapidly expelled from the country under federal pandemic-related powers. So Biden is wanting to pull together various teams. There are a lot of humanitarian groups out there 
that help people, one of them being the Red Cross. And we also know that um, there's other people that actually watch for things to make sure that everybody's being treated right all over the world. And six of these humanitarian groups are being requested to let the government know what's really going on. Um, These groups include the International Rescue Committee, which is a global relief organization, a London-based Save the Children organization, two U.S.-based organizations, HIAS, and Kids in Need of Defense, two Mexico-based organizations, Asylum Access, and the Institute for Women in Migration. So these are the groups that are supposed to help to become the think tank to let the government know who comes and who stays. They will determine who is the most vulnerable in Mexico and their criteria has not been made public. What are they supposed to look at in determining who is vulnerable? Um, It comes as a large number of people are crossing that southern border. And as the government is facing intensifying pressure to lift the public health powers instituted by former President Donald Trump and kept in place by President Joe Biden during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, there has been rumor that many, many, many more Haitians are being deported. And if you know anything about that, leave a comment in the comment section because they're saying that where there were triple digit numbers that were being deported to Haiti under Trump, there are quadruple digit numbers being deported under um, Joe Biden. I was about to call him Ronald Reagan for some reason, but Joe Biden. And the people have been interviewed, the people who have been dropped off on these big cargo planes in the middle of Haiti. And they're like, we've been in the United States. We don't even know anybody in Haiti. (laughs) So I would say if you're listening to me and you are not a person who has U.S. citizenship, you probably want to do everything you can to stay out of trouble, stay off the radar, because there is um we're actually in the process of forming our policy reforming our policy for asylum seekers and that's a pretty big deal but it's good that that Biden is not just going and doing what he thinks is right but he is actually tr- trying to make sure that he has the right information from people who are on the ground and in the know in other news, there's a heart reaction probed as a rare vaccine in teens. So you probably heard that various teens had reporting heart trouble about four days after taking certain vaccines. Now, there are many different vaccines. We're going to get into this. We have on our on one of our blogs, we, we do have more information about these vaccines and what each of them does, because you've got AstraZeneca, you've got Johnson & Johnson, you've got Moderna and Pfizer, the mRNA vaccines, where you have to take two of those. Most of the, they have to be refrigerated. In most third world countries, they're just taking the one-shot dosage, the ones from Johnson & Johnson. 
But health authorities are trying to determine whether these heart inflammations that are occurring along with many types of infections could also be a rare side effect in teens and young adults after the second dose of COVID-19 vaccine. So an article on seven U.S. teen boys in several states published online Friday in pediatrics is amongst the latest report of some type of heart inflammation that they've discovered after that vaccine through a link to the vac. though the link to the vaccine has not been proven. It's just that this happens to these children age 14 to 19 who have received the Pfizer shots in April or May and developed chest pain within a few days. Heart imaging tests showed a type of heart muscle inflammation called myocarditis. Now, these teens were not critically ill. They all were healthy enough to be sent home after two to six days in the hospital. And every last one of them is doing pretty well. But they're still in the process of trying to figure out what is this about and why is this happening with boys this age. Um, Only one of the seven boys in the pediatrics report had evidence of possible previous COVID-19 infection. And doctors determined none of them had a rare inflammatory or inflammatory condition linked with the coronavirus. So I know that this is going to just really make parents more aware and more concerned about whether or not to let their teens, specifically their boys, take these vaccines, at least as long as we have a choice. Because right now, for the most part, it is not mandatory unless you're trying to get on a boat when the cruise ships start or there may be some some companies that may require it if you're working for them or if you're traveling with them or if you are residing with them, vice versa. Now, the case echoes reports from Israel in young men diagnosed after receiving Pfizer shots. And we had received reports back in 2020 that this whole COVID thing was affecting men over a certain age much more so than women. It was targeting men. Um, One of the things that I would say that I have not heard yet and, and let me backtrack just a little bit because what I'm getting ready to say could actually help the medical community. Now, one of the things that we've heard is that this is affecting boys between the ages of 14 and 19. That's when the testosterone levels of boys are, are very, very high. So it's possible that these mRNA vaccines don't react well with testosterone. Now, A lot of men in their middle life, they go through what we call a midlife crisis where they too may have some type of, I can't say that there's a testosterone jump, but once your hormones start to change at a certain age, your hormones change during that menopausal time. And yes, men do go through menopause. And your hormones change when you become a young teen or preteen at the age of 13. 
and they level off between the ages of 25 and 45 or so. So it appears that these mRNA vaccines like Pfizer and Moderna, which do not submit the actual the actual infection into your system, it just teaches your cells how to make the uh, the the crown thing that's on the actual cell and to to create antibodies against it because it's through that particular crown. That's why they call it Corona because that means crown. It's through that crown that they actually attach to your cells. And these are the ones that are made by Pfizer and Moderna. Well, what if this particular thing just doesn't sit well with testosterone? The CDC hasn't determined if there's really a link to the shots and continues to urge that everyone 12 and older get vaccinated. I, I would say, and this is my personal opinion, I'm speaking personally. This is my own personal commentary. I would not let my young men who are going through any type of puberty get this shot until I know more about it. I do know of a young man who was about this age and it, he, he was hospitalized for quite a long time with the coronavirus. And I believe that there's something about this virus that reacts to testosterone. And it says this kind of, now I'm going back to the article. I wanted to let you know what I, Renee, am thinking. And then we're going to go back to the article. This kind of heart inflammation can be caused by a variety of infections, including a bout of COVID-19, as well as certain medications. And there have been rare reports following other types of vaccinations. Authorities will have to tease out whether cases following COVID-19 vaccination are occurring more often than expected. And, you know, we all know that there are so many um, things we don't know yet. We don't know when a third dose of the vaccine may be needed. We don't know how these doses will affect specific people at specific ages or of specific born genders. A pediatrics editorial noted that among U.S. children under age 18, there have been over 4 million COVID-19 cases, more than 15,000 hospitalizations, and at least 300 deaths. It said that this heart inflammation warrants more investigation, but of course the benefits of vaccine against this deadly disease far outweighs any potential risk. So we also know that anybody who is vaccinated can can actually get those diseases, even the old vaccinations like mumps, measles, rubella, um, smallpox, the ones that everybody is just so used to hearing about. We don't stop those vaccines because somebody comes out with a case of something. But I would like to do a report to see, based on all this information that's coming out, how is how is Pfizer, how is Moderna, how is Johnson & Johnson, how are the companies editing their formulas based on what they're learning about the vaccines? Will we hear about when they come out with changes? So will the vaccine, will the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine that someone took 
in March of 2021, will that be the same vaccine that you take in August 2021? And will we know about it? Or will it just still be called the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine? We know that Moderna offers a much stronger dosage than the Pfizer vaccine, but is not as effective. We also know that Moderna has been asked to review whether or not they need such a higher or more potent dose than Pfizer. We also know that the second dose of either one of these two dose vaccines only raises your immunity about 10 to 20 percent. So even if you can only get one dose, you still get over 50 to 60 percent immunity. And we also know that the longer you wait after the dose, the higher your immunity is. So if you're told to wait 21 days, try to wait 21 days because your body is constantly changing and reacting. This is an active process. And a lot of times the medical community, they'll tell you things, but, mm, you know, they don't know any more than you do for the, the, for the most part because we're all in this for the first year. This is the first year that we put out this vaccine. So I would say to you to do what Mary told the servants to do when Jesus performed his first uh, miracle. When he turned water to wine at the wedding, Mary told the servants, do whatever he tells you to do. Your body is different from mine. My body is different from my neighbor's. You got to do what the spirit, the ancestors, Jesus, whoever you believe in, do what they tell you to do. Follow your heart. Now, if this becomes mandatory, you'll have to follow the law, okay? And or either you'll have to take your chances with what happens when you don't follow the law. So we are getting, we're a little bit over an hour here in this morning show. We just want to thank everyone who listened from any country that you have listened from. We know that when we were on our blog talk, and we do still share this with blog talk, we had listeners from the U.S., Canada, Peru, Brazil, Nigeria, Egypt, Portugal, Ghana, the U.K., Sweden, Ireland, Pakistan, India, Belgium, Spain, Mexico, Denmark, France, Italy, Romania, Turkey, Germany, Poland, Croatia, Japan, and Australia. We had quite a few listeners. You can support our podcast if you enjoy receiving this type of information. Send us a donation so we can come on more often. We accept Cash App. And if you don't use Cash App, you can also um, just reach out to us and let us know how you want to send your donation via electronic means, PayPal or, or Venmo. We will find, we will get that information to you. We'll actually start to put more information in the box. But now our prefer, preferred method is for, by using Cash App. We would love to hear from you. We want to hear from you and what you have to say, no matter what country you're from. Leave us a message and tell us what you want to hear more about. We can do the research for you. Remember to listen to our crime podcast that we have on this channel so that you can learn more about how to protect yourself because we don't just tell you about the crimes on our podcast. We let you know who's targeted, who's profiled, so you can be aware and you can protect yourself and your loved ones. Remember that we are doing broadcasting at least bi-weekly now. 
And we do special shows outside of the schedule. So we need you to follow us so you can stay abreast of all the happenings. Be sure to click on the links in the information section of the podcast. Visit our Amazon storefront, which you can find at anointedgroove.com. You'll find our spiritual healing book on Amazon. And you can enjoy the musings of Gnosis and an essay styled book filled with thoughtful and inspired intimations that you can enjoy while you're beachside on your summer vacations. Thank you listeners for whichever podcast platform you're enjoying. Share our podcast with someone who loves the news from a spiritual perspective, because you can rest assured that if you do, the both of you will enjoy the facts and nothing but until next time. Introducing the best deal in mobile. Unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month per line. With no contracts, no added taxes, and no hidden fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60%. Get unlimited on two or more lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999. Click SpectraMobile.com or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded.